0: welcome to ladies get action the podcast where two best friends talk about getting action movies This is a special episode of the podcast because this week we watched Top Gun Maverick in theaters.
1: (laughs) Yes, this is a bonus episode and it's part of our America the Great series. (laughs) That's a question mark on the end. Yes, Um, all for uh, leading up to 4th of July. And yeah, we saw this movie in theaters a couple of days ago. and wanted to hop on and record some thoughts about it. Um, Before we get into any of the details... What are your overall thoughts about
0: Top Gun Maverick? Did you like it? Did you hate it? I mean, look, on our Top Gun episode, when we watched the trailer, I was, as you said, I was beside myself. I was so excited. I loved Top Gun. Um, I liked this. It was fun. Do I sort of feel like it's been lifted scene by scene from Top Gun, the original? Yes. (laughs) But you know what? I had a good time. It was a great popcorn summer blockbuster. What are your thoughts? Um, I liked it. I think it's
1: fun. I think it's like the same, it's the same movie as Top Gun. And I think I liked this movie and the original Top Gun, the exact same amount. Um, This one maybe even a little bit more because it's like bigger and crazier. Um, But yeah, it's absolutely paying homage to the first movie. There's scenes that are like identical to the first film very intentionally but yeah overall it gets big and it's dumb and it's fun i had fun but i had fun you know overall like i enjoyed watching it i recommend it Uh, we are going to get into spoilers in this mini episode so if you haven't seen top gun maverick and you want to do so spoiler free now is your chance to jump ship from here we're going to talk about everything so just fair warning spoilers ahead
0: Yep, and with that said, let's turn and burn. <laughs> I will say that my issues with this movie are sort of the same things that you can point back to in the first one. And think also things that it's like, either you enjoyed it or you didn't, and you have to let these things go. So, Like what? Yeah. Well, okay. <clears throat> I know Tom Cruise is a star. I know that he is the star of this movie. He's he the, the star of Top Gun. But from a storytelling perspective, he really needed to have like let go and let somebody else step up. Mm. So basically Maverick is the best there is. He's always been the best. He will always be the best. There's (laughs) no one better than Maverick. Right. He remains the best. Yes. Even about the end of this film,
1: this film, you know, sort of pits him against and then ultimately teaming up with um, the son of his former partner from the first film, Goose. So it's Goose's son Rooster. (laughs) um played by miles teller who is uh, a challenge for tom cruise initially but yeah like what you're saying is like eventually rooster should be better than him and this film will not allow no it won't
0: allow anybody to be better than maverick no and it won't allow like you said last time it won't allow maverick to learn anything no <laughs> he learns nothing except that he's, he's right except for he's been right the whole time like every time someone doubts him in this
1: film they're proven wrong by him. Like every time someone says, here are the rules, he's like, okay, but I'm going to break those rules. And they go, don't do it. And he does it. And he he's not only right, but he's rewarded. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's scolded
0: and then promoted.
1: He's usually just like in the first film.
0: Oh, yeah, absolutely. And I think what I was really kind of hoping to see was something different, something where he did learn something from the death of his friend other than people die right you know and i also think realistically i don't know maybe you can tell me if this is ageist or not but i think realistically the fighter pilots maybe in their 20s and 30s might actually be better suited to the job well you
1: would think that they grew up or came of age with flying planes closer to the technology they're using now so you would think they'd be like just like Many people in their 50s are less good or less intuitive when it comes to technology, not all of them, rather than younger people. You would think that some of these kids in the the Top Gun Academy, as it were, would have the edge on Tom Cruise with technology, at least, with like knowing which buttons to push in the new planes. Yeah, but I guess they're
0: flying the old planes. This is true. Yeah. But I also didn't quite believe, I mean, they say multiple times throughout the movie, we're the best. <laughs> And I just never really got a chance to see that they were the best. I think because they kept on getting proven that they weren't the best by Tom Cruise. Well, they're the best except for Maverick, who's the ultimate (laughs) best. Who is? They're the the best
1: best in the whole world. Yeah, it's (laughs) so like the conceit of the movie. I'm sorry, I've set it up is that Tom Cruise's Maverick has sort of been stuck, essentially, in the same rank militarily his whole career. I think
0: by choice.
1: Yeah, seems well. Seems like like definitely by choice. Yeah, and um, he's now like living in this weird trailer in an airplane hangar um, that's owned by the navy, and he gets like test out ships or not ships, like planes for for the navy
0: and see if they can do stuff. Essentially, he tests out the the plane that will eventually take our heroes in Fast and Furious. To the moon in fast nine <laughs> that was a car excuse- oh i'm sorry. excuse you they drove a car you to outer space totally right god we have to be watched that movie. <laughs> yes i
1: know um but yeah so he's like he's testing a plane and that's how it opens and they're like this plane can only go to like nine mocks or no, they say, this plane like has only gone eight mocks, but they're going to shut the program down and like send all these people home. And it's all over um, unless they can do like nine mocks. And he's like, I'm going to do 10 mocks. And they're like, don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. And then the, his boss comes and he's like, get out of that plane. And Tom Cruise is like, psh, 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 I, can't I can't hear, hear you. <laughs> What's <that>? up? <laughs> and pretends he can't hear them. And then, like, basically flies the plane so fast the plane breaks. Mm -hmm. Um, But he still successfully, like, lands it, doesn't die. Then is in a meeting with his boss in a parallel scene from the first film. Yep. Where his boss is like, you did a bad thing. You did real bad. I could have you court-martialed. I could get you in so much trouble. But instead, I'm giving you a huge promotion, your biggest dream. (laughs) I'm going to reward you. You said you're getting a huge reward. And you're going to go back to Top Gun. And there's, like, this secret mission.
0: There's an actual mission, which I appreciated.
1: Yeah. Like, instead that was, of, like... That was one of my complaints from the first film, was that it was all play, all play training for a long time. Yeah. And here they start
0: off with the mission. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so the first thing Tom Cruise is, does is that he heads to this bar. Right. Where we're immediately met with Jennifer Connelly and sort of kind of expected to understand that they had a relationship.
1: I... I I'm, I feel two ways about that about Same. the Jennifer Connolly stuff. I liked that they didn't drag us through too much exposition of like, oh man, right after Kelly McGinnis left, I went here and then I dated you for this amount of time and then I broke up with you or you know like we didn't or like had weird flashbacks of things we have never seen. I kind of liked that we just jumped in.
0: Yeah, I agree um, with that.
1: but then again, it was also too much just jumping in, and and then they keep adding more backstory to it. Where it's like, oh, she has a kid, and like they like Jennifer Connelly and her kid didn't used to get along, but now they do, and like it's just, it was just a little too much. We don't know this character, um, so we have no attachment to her.
0: No, it kind of felt like you were watching the third movie of something, and you met, you were supposed to have met this character in the second movie. Yeah, that's what it felt like to me. I didn't hate it. Also, I appreciated that it was sort of expedient, except that it wasn't in other parts. But anyway, so. He heads over to her to her bar where she like kind of jokes with him and makes him pay for the entire round of drinks, yeah, or two rounds, or on, for everyone. Yeah, and we're we, we're met with like the new class of the best.
1: Yeah, and it's identical characters to uh, to Top Gun because we have another guy who's just like Iceman basically, and he's called Hangman, and he is this like sort of blandly incredibly handsome man um, again with like an anonymous sort of like a an action figure face.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, I see that.
1: Yeah, like kind of stamp and repeat, but so handsome. In a different way than Frank Grillo. This is more like all-American, like... Well, again, similar to Val Kilmer in his prime. Yeah. And his character is like Val Kilmer, like careful with the rules and like... I'm the best. I'm the number one and you all are coming after me. And then we get to meet Miles Teller, who's like... Kind of like his vibe is like a dropout
0: kind of vibe. Yeah, or like a very shy scared pilot.
1: I don't know if I got that. I got mostly
0: like, I'm too cool for this. I don't really care about competing. Hmm. I got that. He didn't believe he was going to make it anyway, but he was going to like keep trying. Hmm. His name is Rooster. Yeah, that was weird. And he, his character was written in such a way that it, one of these kind of tropes that I really hate where it's like everything that he does is exactly like his old man. Oh, you literally know? everything. Like he has grown the mustache that goose had he plays at the piano like Goose did. He's wearing uh like Hawaiian shirts like Goose did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I understand like the homage to Goose, but it would have been nice if the character had sort of his own thing. Yeah. Which I guess we sort of see at the end, but.
1: Yeah. I don't know. Um, in any case, there's a girl now. There's, there's a lady one, pilot. One woman. Yep. <laughs> one single female pilot. Why was she the only
0: one who had somebody in her backseat? No, no, no. I think she, somebody else did, but they like dropped out.
1: No? mm no, No. I don't know. No, not until the end when uh, when um, Tom Cruise had Rooster in his back. Mm. She was the only one the whole time flying with a man in her backseat and everyone else was flying by themselves. Unclear. Yeah, I thought that
0: was strange. Yeah, there's implied that she and Rooster had a relationship I didn't get... Yeah, I'm not sure about that. Yeah, well, it was just, like, very haphazard, sort of. I sort of thought that, yeah, they did have a thing. But it never comes up again, except for the scene in the bar. (laughs) Right. Well,
1: it seems like they're familiar. But she's also familiar with uh, Hangman and doesn't like him. So they all kind of know each other.
0: I guess when you're the best in the world, you do. Yeah.
1: Um, But we missed another scene, too, where uh, Maverick comes back to Top Gun... And he sees like Iceman's like now the general of the whole army. Or oh, the something. admiral. The admiral of the army. And he gets a talking to from John Ham and this other actor. And John Hamm's like, I hate your guts. <laughs> I think you're worth shit. Like you're lower than the dirt on my shoe. But they say you're the best. And I don't know why. And you suck so much. <laughs> and Tom Cruise gets to like smile through it all, like, yeah, okay. Yeah. Like I'm not really a good teacher. He's like, I bet you're not. <laughs> like, <laughs> and thumpers is like "Uh uh-huh great yeah just another just another really funny beat of like all these people in maverick's life being like you're really a fuck up but dang it you rascal you're the best in the world
0: and we need you on our team we need to
1: give you a bigger opportunity
0: (laughs) that really is the theme of this movie (laughs) um who was the
1: enemy they're fighting Ren?
0: Can you talk know. about that? Like how, yeah. how that comes up? So, similar to, to the first Top Gun,
1: identical, true. Yeah,
0: really. Um, Our enemy is literally referred to as that. The, the enemy. enemy. Yeah. Not like one of our enemies. No, just like
1: the enemy has a, a uranium they're going to enrich. That's yeah. all we know.
0: And then when we show the enemy country, we know that it's bordered by the sea. Right. It looks like the Cascades.
1: Right. There's mountains and snow and water.
0: Yeah. Leading uh, to my friend Rosalie, who saw the movie with us, to ask, are we invading Canada? Like, <laughs> what country is this? Yeah. Um, apparently, I think it was Vulture or, I don't know, had a, um, like, a list of all the the countries that it could be. Oh, that's funny. And they, it was basically like, it can be none of these. Right. Like, if it were Russia, it can't be Russia, because Russia's acquired nuclear weapons ages ago. Right. It could be Syria, but it can't be Syria, because, like, It's it's truly a made-up country, just like in the first movie. Yeah.
1: Um, It's just the enemy. And I guess that, in some ways, makes it easier to swallow when our characters kill them.
0: Yeah. Well, they're, like, faceless.
1: Yeah, because they're literally, like, yeah, faceless, nameless, (laughs) countryless, you know, pawns.
0: I do have to wonder, though, like, so the whole mission is to go blow up this store of uranium. Yes. They're very clearly American fighter jets, right? They're, like, I mean... What are... The, the planes and these pilots. Our, our planes? Our planes, yeah. yeah. So wouldn't that be like a declaration of war? I think they're trying to do it so sneaky
1: <laughs> that they don't find out that they were ever there.
0: Except they constantly reiterate that like, this is a mission no one's coming back from. Meaning yeah. that they will be discovered. Well, well unless Maverick does his thing <laughs> and teaches oh. them the only
1: way through this uh, obstacle course. Is to follow him. But, I mean, I, I feel like that's what the movie is saying, right? Like, the movie is like, we'll get in and out. And, like, you'll blow up uranium and we'll be out before they can find us. Um, Except when when they're executing the plan, they send missiles ahead of them. Right, right. Which declares that
0: they're coming. And declares war.
1: Well, I, I guess not. I guess not. Maybe because they, they knew they weren't supposed to be enriching uranium. And so they don't want to admit to
0: that. Yeah, maybe they're a country without proper allies yeah so they won't feel confident taking on the u.s yeah for sure that would make sense that's uh upsetting (laughs) well they shouldn't be
1: making nuclear weapons oh right (laughs) but yeah so basically now that we've like met our new class of top gun pilots it's so funny like there are all these opportunities for more story with the other pilots that never happened like there's like a nerdy guy who's paired with the one single woman in the group, and I, I guess he did something good, right? And they applauded him, and he was less nerdy suddenly. Sure. Or did that even happen? Or you just imagined it?
0: <sighs> oh, I remember he did the second miracle, which was the, like he got the lasers. Oh, right. He yeah, he shot down the thing.
1: It just it felt like like you have all these cute young actors, but there was no real interpersonal stories with them, apart from like how they functioned, like in literally in a classroom
0: around Maverick. Right to support Maverick. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I would have liked to have seen more character development from them. Right. I mean, I can't even remember half their names. No, definitely not. Phoenix might have been Monica Barbaro's... That's the woman. Yeah. Name. She was in the second season of Unreal. Oh. Um, hangman. Nerdy guy. <laughs> right. That was Bob. Bob, you're right. You're right. So he yeah. didn't have a special name. Yeah,
1: that's about it. Yeah. I don't know. But basically, our guys have to... Do a, a literally impossible mission and fly <laughs> underneath the radar in these this like twisty turny cavern that's like back and forth, back and forth, back and yeah. forth.
0: And they have to do it mere inches above the ground in these Yeah, below the radar. Yeah, below the radar in the these jets. Yes. And they have to do it
1: in such a short amount of time, but then they also have to approach this big mountain canyon crater, crater. yeah. Crater, <laughs> yeah, and immediately go up, 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 up. And then down, 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 down into this crater, blow up the uranium and then an immediately like, like steep incline, um, at such a, a speed that will like blow up all their planes. Like it's past, it's past like 10 point, whatever. Right.
0: The G forces are are so intense that they are like almost guaranteed to pass out.
1: Yes, exactly. Um, which is what Maverick was testing in the the beginning, but with a, a much more advanced plane.
0: Right. I actually, so side note, I, my family went to Six Flags, no, King's Dominion one, one year. And there was this roller coaster where between like the steep angle of the down and then the curve it went on, you, there were such strong G forces that like you could start to feel like your consciousness slipping. Oh, that's crazy. It was so, it was crazy. It was also really cool. Oh, so, wow. be in this turn and just feel yourself like blacking out. Oh, basically. no. It was wild. Um, but it was like for a brief, brief second. So I always think of that when I think of the G-forces. Oh, my
1: God. That makes me think of our our crazy roller coaster experience in Universal. Oh, yeah. The uh, Velociraptor. The Velocicoaster. Velocicoaster ride. Yeah, that was nuts. I didn't lose consciousness. Um,
0: <laughs> Unfortunately. On that
1: ride. <laughs> but I did feel like I was going to fly out of it. Yeah. That actually did feel very unsafe. Yes, it did. It really felt like I was going to slip right out. <laughs> <laughs> So he like, plots out this course, and then he starts training his new students and all of it. Immediately, Rooster's like, I'm not going to listen to you. Like, has this like, you're, my, my, you're not my real dad, whole thing with him.
0: Yeah. And we later find out it's not because he thinks that Maverick killed his father. It's because Maverick pulled his papers from the Naval Academy.
1: Right. Because he wasn't ready and... Also, because it turns out his mom didn't want him to really be flying in the Naval Academy,
0: yeah, which is kind of too late because he already did the top gun school, right? Or no, going to the Naval Academy would have meant that he, I think he would have gone in as officer officer status, and that would have like fast tracked oh, like, like his his pilot career. But instead, he had to start like much later and then work his way up the ranks.
1: Yeah, <laughs> in any case, he's got he's got a problem with Maverick and. They're running this course that Maverick created to try and play out what's going to happen. And he's the only one who can do it. Maverick (laughs) Maverick is. is.
0: See, and that's where I would have loved to have seen Rooster have like more of a hero moment. Like I would have loved for him to be more like Maverick. Like for Maverick Mm -hmm. to be like, you're just like me. Instead of like, you're just like your old man. And I want my friend back. He's
1: like, you're just like me. But almost as good as me. Because Rooster does complete the course. He's the only one to finish it, but slow. Right. And also there's a the whole thing about like he's too cautious because his dad died. He's too cautious. Just sort of like how um how
0: Maverick was after Goose died in the first film. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But my thing to the filmmakers is that like Rooster wasn't there. If anything, he I feel like his character would have been more reckless. Mm. I I don't know. If I'm going off of other action movie tropes with, you know sons who are trying to live up to their father's reputation i guess
1: yeah that would make sense
0: yeah in any case they're like this this course is impossible no one could
1: ever do it it's impossible and then tom cruise just does it like right when they're about to like take over the whole training from him and be like okay actually we're gonna um, give you more time we're gonna make it easier um and everyone's like but then we're gonna die they're like yeah yeah don't worry about that we're gonna make it easier (laughs) um and it'll be just fine and Tom Cruise in like while they're doing that is doing yet another little sneak around like Maverick loves to do he's already in a plane and he's sneaking and he's going to run the course like I had a schedule
0: Maverick loves his flybys
1: yeah he's always sneaking around he's always a rascal so he does it and of course he like beats the
0: time by like five seconds or something proving it's possible and proving also that either they have to risk the lives of their pilots and, you know, endanger the mission or Maverick just has to lead the mission. Well, there's
1: a, a moment too, before they, they go, Maverick, you are leading the mission. Um, I think it's when one of the, no, the student doesn't die. It was uh, Phil Kilmer dies. Oh, right. Yes. That's right. So we, we had to see him. He's, he's older and he's not well. Um, and he dies. He gives a speech like, keep going, man. Like it's not too late. Essentially, to reconnect with the kid, and uh, he passes away, and then afterwards, like John Hamm is like, "Oh yeah, you have no protection, so like I'm firing you, and goodbye."
0: Yeah. Right, exactly. John Hamm is like, "Thank, thank goodness, at last."
1: Right, and then Tom Cruise goes to uh, Jennifer Connelly, which we haven't talked about yet. Oh yeah, their yeah, relationship. Sure. But he goes to Jennifer Connelly, and he's like. Ugh. I've been fired again. So sad. And she, I liked this part where she was like, yeah, you, every time you say that, like you're in the air ASAP, like you're going to be flying in this mission in no time.
0: He's like, no, I'm not. Of course he is. I'm a sad boy. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So let's talk about Penny, AKA Jennifer Connelly's character. Mm -hmm.
1: Thoughts, feelings, opinions. Well, I like Jennifer Connelly as an actress. She's so pretty. Mm -hmm. She's a bizarre character. You know, she's like like a guy's girl. You know, she owns this bar, and she's like signs on her in her bar that's like, if you don't support the Navy or you disrespect women or your cell phone in my bar, you're buying around. You know, like she, it's like weird. And um, she has like a, a daughter who's like 15 or something, and um, is a single mom. There's no mention of the dad or or ex. And she has this past, to Tom Cruise, but um, you know she's strangely incredibly wealthy. Yeah,
0: she's a boat and a house on the water in San Diego and a bar and a very nice car. Oh,
1: like a like a very very nice car. Yeah, like a completely chrome sports car of some kind. Mm-hmm. And then they have a sex scene, <laughs>
0: which really looked like a commercial for Viagra. Let's be honest.
1: <laughs> like yeah. Yeah, I really did. It it paled in comparison to the original film sex scene, which is already weird as it was. Yeah, but at least that one like had a little bit more.
0: At least I in their- sexual
1: tension leading yeah. up. These two like they're smiling at each other and stuff.
0: That's what I mean. It's like very clear shots, and they're like laughing together. Right. They're on a
1: boat. They're like on a motorcycle. It was yeah. It is very like Viagra commercial. Like wearing his leather jacket. Um, and the scene itself, it's like he like lays her down on her back and they're both fully clothed and yeah. kisses her and then they're in bed and he has his shirt off but she's completely clothed and
0: that's it because obviously every woman after having sex immediately puts all of her clothes back on
1: i think she's in a robe or something too oh, right.
0: regardless yeah it was very strange
1: um cute that he had to sneak out though that was adorable yeah that was fun
0: and gets caught
1: yeah that was very cute uh what did you think of her
0: yeah, honestly, I really like Jennifer Connolly. Um, she's like you said, she's stunningly beautiful. I think she's a great actress. Penny as a rule, there was not that much there for her to do. It was just kind of like like everything we just said, like she's a guy's girl, you know. Yeah. She's a cool girl. Yeah. She doesn't want to be in a relationship with him because she knows oh, right. that. Oh, like, Because he leaves. Because he leaves and she'll just be holding him back. Yeah. And then they'll resent each other. And it's, yeah. And I, I feel like there were some nice moments, like the scene where where she says, you know, you'll be fine. You'll get more in the air. Or you get, you'll get you get in the air again. But she could have used more of them and less of her just being like, Maverick, you're the greatest that there ever was. Well, and especially
1: like in the sex scene too, she's like counseling him on how to like be a better surrogate dad to Rooster, <laughs> too. Like, she's just doing so much work for him. It's just, like, it's, again, just, like, the the, the role in the first film, Kelly McGinnis, where it's, like, McGillis, um, where it's, like, her role is just to, like, boost him up and help him and never criticize what he's doing or who he is or the way he behaves. Not that she has too much to criticize in this film, to be fair.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, he's on his best behavior.
0: He's a lot more self-aware. Yeah. So maybe he has learned some things.
1: Something. Who knows? <laughs> maybe. <laughs> yeah, there's there's just nothing there. And they don't have sexual chemistry the way that in the first film, it was like such a fun build up to when they finally had the sex scene. Like the scene like where he goes over to our house and asks to take a shower and the elevator moment. Yeah, they're really teasing each other. And, and the big like fight mutual. they have outside, mm-hmm. which that was problematic. But, but you know, ended fun yeah this is just yeah sort of like inevitable and yeah
0: who do you think tom cruise had the most chemistry with in this movie
1: hmm.
0: well who do you think i don't know maybe the audience i'm not sure if there's one moment where i could be like oh yeah he's got a lot of chemistry with this person i mean maybe I mean, miles teller i think
1: yeah i think rooster especially in the end sequences yeah definitely He's got
0: a lot of chemistry with rooster
1: it can't be like John Hamm. It can't be like <laughs> oh, no. Val Kilmer, maybe, but. Yeah, I'd say Miles Teller. But that said, Tom Cruise remains an incredibly charismatic actor.
0: Oh, 100%. When he
1: smiles, it's like. The whole world smiles with him. No, that's not
0: what I was going to say. <laughs> okay. Sorry,
1: go ahead. Um, I was just going to say, like, he lights up the screen.
0: <laughs> I'm sorry. That was my phrasing. <laughs> but yeah, he is a movie star still. I smile when he smiles. Okay, me too. <laughs> Yeah, he's great fun to watch.
1: Yes, he is really fun. And then it does leave me wondering, just like we've been discussing, how some of these stunts could be real. Like, how is that even possible? Did the other actors have to do their own stunts? Or just only Tom Cruise? Probably just only Tom
0: Cruise. Probably, I would think. I would think it would be too expensive for them to insure every single actor who wanted to do their own stunts.
1: Yeah, they probably can insure Tom Cruise. They probably just, he just shows up and he's like, yep. Maybe I'll die.
0: Like, <laughs> I get
1: it. If I die, I die. I mean. That's how I'll play. I think I, I made this joke before, told you, like, someone else made this joke, but just that he has, like, he must have a death wish as an actor to die it, filming one of these movies mm-hmm. with all the things he puts his body through. Like, one day he will, but hopefully not, because he's fabulous, and I... We support him on this podcast a lot. We do. We are a Tom Cruise stan podcast. Yes, we, we fully support Tom Cruise and his choices. <laughs> Who else looked great in a <laughs> suey? Miles Teller looked great. Mm-hmm.
0: What did you think about his mustache? It was fine. I thought he wore it well. Yeah. You know, obviously it was a callback to Goose, his father. I <laughs> thought he looked great. Glenn Powell looked great. All the pilots looked great. Mm-hmm. John Han looked great.
1: Yeah, also pilot. His role was so one note. His role was just like, I, I hate you Maverick, but dang it <laughs> if you aren't the best. Like even at the very end of the movie, he's like begrudgingly, I <laughs> I respect you a lot, man. Oh, <laughs> that Maverick.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, all the other like I wasn't say fully grown men, but they're all adults. But like all the other senior naval officers were like we always knew you were yeah the one we love ever. you so much <laughs> <laughs> right they're, they're all
1: like they've all succumbed to his charm. it's really decades hard not ago. to yeah
0: how could you not how could you not love a man who literally will not learn anything new well it's because he already knows all the answers i know i know of course he knows
1: more than everyone in this movie and last movie and in the future so to get to the mission itself they they fly this mission, and of course, Maverick has to be the team leader. Mm-hmm. Or he gets to be, or whatever. Rooster's in the the group too, who's going, but not Hangman, the Iceman yeah. stand-in.
0: Yeah, Glenn Powell hasn't even been chosen as the reserve. He's like, no, he's the triple reserve. reserve. Oh, right, no, he's an, he's not. Yeah, yeah, he's not the wingman. He's the he's the reserve. reserve. Yeah, I'm gonna leave aside my my wish that like Tom Cruise had been grounded and actually had to like watch Rooster go through the mission and like mm-hmm. have to experience the anxieties of. Being somebody on the ground watching a, like somebody they care about, like a parent. Yeah, like a parent, basically, yeah. instead of like a friend. This is very much the like the Sirius Harry relationship in Harry Potter. Sirius wants his best friend back, and so he's trying to find him in the guise of his son, of yes, his best friend's son. And it feels like Tom Cruise wants his best friend back, and is kind of trying to find him in the guise of Miles Teller. I
1: would agree with that, but I but I do think the movie goes to great pains to to tell us that, no, not, not that he wants to be a new dad to him. Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. He
1: feels like he should be a father figure. Yeah. And he failed him as a father figure by like holding him back or he doesn't understand it. Um, but he wants to be his daddy. Right.
0: Yeah. I see. I see. Yes, I see that too. I just would have liked to have seen like more choices that would have put him through having to go through Right. To, to,
1: yeah. Right. Put him in more positions where you would have to make parenting choices rather than wingman choices. Like his dad, like you're right. Yeah, yeah, because he's essentially put in like where his dad would have been. Um, but although not in the back, that's nope. only for ladies.
0: <laughs> yeah, he gets to fly solo. But Bell yeah. Kilmer, Iceman, before he dies, essentially says, like, you have to let go. Like, mm-hmm. you have to let go of this idea of who you were. And I just, like, part of parenting also, I don't have children, obviously, but in parenting my cat, you know. <laughs> Um, part of the thing that I understand is that you have to let children go be their own people, yeah, and trust them, right?
1: And right, and part of that, like, is him putting him in the mission at all. I think,
0: yeah, yeah, but
1: I agree. It could have been, it could have been better explored by ha- him having like less of an active role in the mission. Yeah, I agree. But in any case, any case, that's not what happened. No, they fly into the <laughs> canyon. Right, they're running the course. They're going back and forth. They're evading the radar. They're in the canyon. It works perfectly. Miracle 1, Miracle 2. Right. They slow the the uranium twice. They pull up
0: out of there and they're immediately into the dogfight.
1: Yes, which is like all these missiles being launched at them. And then there's also enemy ship uh ships in the air too, enemy right, planes coming towards them because yeah. they blew up
0: their airstrip. Yeah. They told them they were coming.
1: Right. So stupid. Well, I guess that was I guess maybe that was to like prevent even more planes in the air. Hmm. Yeah, I guess that makes sense. I guess it does make sense. All right. Fine. Fine. This movie, you get a point. (laughs) All right.
0: You maverick rascal. Yeah.
1: You are the best at this. (laughs) (laughs) You did no more than us. Uh, Because, yeah, that makes a lot of sense now. Yeah. But, yes, they get out of the canyon, and then they're immediately – and I think this is a great action sequence. Oh,
0: this was one of the best sequences of the movie.
1: Yeah. Really high stakes, really scary – you have all these missiles coming out the planes. Um, it's yeah, it's very frightening, and they're like just mi- narrowly evading every single one or shooting
0: them out of the air. Mm-hmm. And then Tom Cruise basically holds them off, mm-hmm. and they all fly off. But Tom Cruise gets shot down. So Rooster runs
1: out of
0: uh, oh right, Rooster runs out of um...
1: ammunition to shoot down the missiles, and yeah. Tom Cruise saving Rooster um, basically does some maneuver where he's in front of. Or he's behind Brewster, so he uses his guns to shoot down the missiles, um, but gets shot down himself mm-hmm. in the process.
0: Yeah, and then John Ham is basically like, "Well, too bad. Come <laughs> home."
1: That's it for Maverick. <laughs> right, and and Brewster's like, "No, we should go back and and stop and save him," because uh, Maverick's plane explodes. We we see that he's like parachuted out.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: John Ham's like, "Nope, come back home." <laughs> We don't do that. We don't do any rescues. Nope. Too bad. And the other ships come home, the other planes. But of course, Rooster goes back to get his dad, his surrogate dad, Maverick. Yep. Um, and he does save Maverick's life as as Maverick is being hunted down by the enemy mm-hmm. in a, a helicopter shooting at him. Ugh, those wily
0: Canadians.
1: Or Russians or whomever. But yeah, saves his life and then also gets shot down. Mm-hmm. So now they're both on foot. And that was kind of funny. Yeah. They had a great exchange when they found each other.
0: Yeah. That was a nice, again, great chemistry there.
1: Yeah. Very funny scene where they're both yelling at each other about saving the other one. And then they
0: decide to steal a plane. Yep. They trek back to the blown up air strip. But not only are they stealing a plane, they're stealing the same plane that Maverick and Goose trained in. Yes. The one that Goose died in. Mm Mm-hmm.
1: So they get in it, they figure it out, get out of there, you know, landing gear is shot. <laughs> um, but then they have two enemy planes who are there with them and immediately figure out that they're, um, that they're not. That one was of them. actually That great. was very funny. Yeah. That was a great Where scene. Where they're like, just thumbs up. Right. And they're like, what's what's the signal? What's that hand I motion? No idea. Just thumbs up, smile,
0: or thumbs down. <laughs> and, uh, My radio is broken.
1: Right. <laughs> And they can't connect with the of course our people with the right. radio. Right. And then of course these two planes start attacking them, but Tom, but Maverick gets like the jump on one and explodes it. as so they just have one plane after them and they're just about to die and they run out of all their ammunition again.
0: And they can't also they can't eject out of Oh the yeah, plane. the ejection
1: won't work again, which is okay. terrifying. Yeah, that was really scary. Oh my god. Yeah, it doesn't even open at all.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um so they're just gonna die. They're doomed. And then just, uh, all of a sudden it's uh, hangman uh the extremely handsome man from earlier in the film who was a jerk is there to save the day and shoots down the other plane and winks and smiles his big smile <laughs> they're all okay they're all okay they're they're all okay in collecting very big fat checks that's right and they land and everyone's there to celebrate them.
0: Cheers! <laughs> and I think Miles Teller and Hangman have a... They do.
1: They have a moment. They don't hug the way that Val Kilmer and
0: no. Maverick
1: did, which I was hoping for. But they do have like a, I see you and I recognize you moment. Just the same.
0: Right. It's not quite the bro hug, but it's like in the eyes.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah. They, they both are like, yeah, Like you did a good job. Me too. Um <laughs> And uh, and then that John Ham's like, Ugh, I guess he's okay. I guess it's good. I guess we'll just have to promote him again. Right. Is this when they try and promote him? He's like, No, no thanks. I just wanna like do my thing.
0: Maybe. I don't know. Promise ascend.
1: I think they say like, okay, like we'll promote you, and he's like, No, I really like being this level.
0: Oh, you're right. Yeah. Does he agree to keep teaching Top Gun? I think. I think
1: so, yeah. Something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he doesn't want to go on and he doesn't want to move. Yeah. They're like, Oh, you should move like to some other post and he's like, No. But he goes back to Jennifer Conley's bar, and she's gone on a sailing trip. Must be nice. <laughs> Shut down her bar for a week, and and then eventually she finds him at his airplane hangar house, right? Mm-hmm. And um, oh, and he's hanging out with Rooster. Oh yeah, he's showing him how to like how to fix, fix up the, the plane, plane. <laughs> and they're just like being buddies and and dads and sons. And uh, Jennifer Conley comes in her insane car, like it must have been a Porsche or something, like this tiny metal
0: car, insane. Listen, I have car blindness, so I don't actually recognize cars. It looks
1: like a Porsche, but I don't know what it was. It was a wild car. I'm going to put my money on Porsche. It was like at least a couple hundred thousand dollar car. It's just insane for a bar owner to have. Yeah. Um, But she's there in her car and she's like, let's go for a drive. I um, think that's it, right? Mm-hmm. So it ends, mm-hmm. something like that. He gets the girl and he gets you know, the girl. surrogate family with the kid he and he's got sun. roosters. So he's got his son, surrogate
0: son and uh, a very comfortable life. Yeah. You know? And that's Top Gun Maverick. Yeah. Yeah. Overall, you know, it was fun. It
1: was just it's a really a fun, fun time. Movie. Yeah. Yeah. I thought the action sequences were really good. Mm-hmm. Obviously the stunts looked amazing. The whole thing looked amazing. Yeah. Um, and it, in so many ways, is an homage to the first film. You know, instead of the volleyball scene, they did the same, like, sort of golden hour, but football scene mm-hmm. on the beach with all the bodies and, like, you know, lighting. But they're, like, poking fun at it, too. And yeah, I think it was really fun.
0: Yeah, I agree. How many trash can would you give this?
1: Um, I give it four. I enjoy this movie. It's fun. It's silly. It's not a great film. Um, but it's fun. And, you know, as long as you go in with this film and the Top Gun, knowing that this is not a movie interested in critiquing its main character at all. Yeah. <laughs> this isn't yeah. a movie that's going to be where a character grows or learns a lesson or faces any consequences. This is just like fun, fun, fun. Isn't America so fun? Let's fly some planes and get our enemies and, like, you know, be dads like then yeah this is perfect so I give it four what about you
0: yeah I was gonna say like three and a half but I think that's I think four is actually it's just fun and like you said you just kind of have to go in not expecting to critique it in any way you know we can all have our wishful thoughts about different scenes but overall a really solid summer blockbuster
1: yeah absolutely so are you landing on 3.5 was, or 4 we'll say 4 why not?
0: Okay.
1: Yeah. yeah, I mean, it feels like this whole movie is like, why not? Well, you like, you like Tom Cruise? Why not? He fucked up again.
0: What? Why? Maverick.
1: He needs permission. Why not? No, why not? Oh, Maverick
0: is sort of the if I did it yeah. bad again. <laughs> you you cost the uh, American taxpayers how many millions? Oh in- yeah, you crashed another <laughs> incredibly expensive plane. Why not? Why not?
1: Uh, <laughs> you keep dropping the what is it? They called it the something bottom the ceiling
0: oh the flight deck
1: hard deck the hard deck
0: the hard deck which is
1: like the the uh the height they could not go below keep dropping the hard deck way past where it's safe or or it's the law (laughs) whatever
0: why not why not why not
1: um but a fun time
0: yeah and really fun to see a movie in theaters
1: yeah oh and we've read about the little speech that tom cruise gave before the film
0: oh right yeah that was so funny Do you want to lead us into that? Yeah. What what our maverick says?
1: After uh, Nicole Kidman's piece that begins every AMC film um, for the last several months, before that or after that, we're treated this strange little bit of uh, Tom Cruise sitting in a movie theater, talking straight to camera about like how this film was a labor of love and it's been many years. And he's so grateful you're gonna see it on the big screen. And that's where movies are intended to be seen, in theaters like this theater and the communal experience and movie theaters. And, you know, just be happy you're watching this very important film in a movie theater.
0: You know, we laugh, but I actually think I found myself, like, nodding along, being like, yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah, I agree with this. We just,
1: I think we discussed it afterwards. I do agree. I mean, some movies are meant to be seen in theaters. I do enjoy the communal experience of a movie theater a lot. I like yeah. I like feeling when everyone gasps at something or laughs at something. I said there were some annoying people sitting next to me. Oh, were there? <clears throat> yeah, I don't know if you processed I that. I didn't hear them, now. Oh, my God. They kept talking to each other, and I was like, I was going to, like... <laughs> It was just too much for me to say something. Yeah. But I was, I can't stand that.
0: Mm. Uh,
1: But other than that, like it was a great movie theater going experience, which I love. I love seeing a movie in theater because otherwise I'm looking at my phone. I just am. Right. Or it's around or I'm aware of it.
0: Yeah. I really love previews. I get very antsy if like I'm not in my seat by the time the previews come. And I can't tell if that's, I've just been really well trained by the advertisers or, but maybe it's like part of the experience where you, yeah. you, you sit down and you see, Ooh, this movie looks interesting. And mm-hmm. Ooh, this one Side note, Tom Cruise's newest mission impossible. looks, looks amazing. amazing. It looks so good. Wait, wait till next year.
1: <sighs> well, before then we'll, we'll have ca- caught up with the other mission impossibles in the pods so that we'll yeah. be ready to go. Yeah. There's something really magical about, about a movie theater. I agree. I really love going to the movies. That was always something that me and my dad did when I was little. We'd always go to the movies at least once a week, if not more than once a week. Mm-hmm. Um, but yes, I mean, especially from the time my parents divorced, it was like always to go see a
0: movie all the time. Yeah. Movies really became like into the teen years, something that was like an activity that my parents like felt safe, you know, even when we were like younger teenagers, uh, letting us go do by ourselves. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's this marvelous uh, movie theater in Anchorage called Beartooth, which is this, um, it's a pizzeria and a pub attached to a movie theater. Oh, that's cute. Yeah, and it was all the movies that, like, had left the big screen and would, like, eventually go to DVD or... Oh, it was, like, HHS. one of those second-chance movies. Yeah. yeah. But you could go see a movie for, like, three bucks. Yeah, those we had those in Charlotte, too. Yeah. And then $6. But you could also order, like, really good food. Nice. Um And they made their cream sodas and root beers there. Um. And so I saw so many movies at Beartooth by myself, like with friends. And I just felt, and with family too, but it just felt like, oh, I'm a grown up now. Oh,
1: you yeah. Yeah. For me, it was like the fancy movie theaters. We had a couple of fancy ones that I would Mm. get to go to. Um, But yeah, either with my dad or by myself, um, truly by myself, or with friends. But I was always going to the movies. I love movies. So that brings us to the end of Top Gun Maverick. Um, Next week, we will be back with Enemy of the State.
0: Our next installment of America the Great. <laughs> exactly. As always, you can find us on the Instagram at Ladies Action. You can send us movie recommendations or compliments to ladiesgetaction at gmail.com. If you've enjoyed listening to this podcast, especially this bonus episode, please let us know by writing a five-star written review on Apple Podcasts. It just really sends a message to The world, the universe, our Navy superiors. (laughs) We deserve to fail upward, too. That's right. Skyward. Skyward. Thank you. Uh, (laughs) Skyward.
1: And, uh, Rin, where can people find you?
0: Oh, uh, they can find me either at www.Rinolson.com or online on Instagram at Olson. That's R I N O L S S O N. Rebecca, where can people find you? You can
1: find me on Instagram at Rebecca Ringley Casting. Until next time. Get some action.